previously on Live at 605. Shabba right, shabba right, shabba. I don't know. John Mallon and Val Gomez. Fresh from a season eight hiatus, this is the season premiere of Live at Six Hundred Five, season nine. Big season nine. Woo! Very exciting. We will hit a hundred episodes this season. It's been crazy. We have a lot of amazing stories to tell you guys from when we were on a hiatus. But I guess we should kick things off. So with me is my co-host. You're just getting right into it. Yeah, I am. My co-host sitting to my right, really close to me, possibly (laughs) your left. Is one Mr. John Mallon. And sitting to my left, possibly your right, is Miss Valerie Gomez. <laughs> it's good to be back on another season. It is. We took a little bit of a longer break than anticipated because it's been so bananas. It's been pretty hectic. Lots going on. Lots, lots of, of fun. Lots of fun. It's, you know, it's a busy summer. Sometimes you just don't want to be stuck inside recording a podcast, so you got to be out in the oh, real world. Recording yeah. a podcast. Yeah, or just be out <laughs> collecting experiences and such. Yes. But I just had the unfun experience of trying to set up these microphones. Ha, so. so it's been two seasons. I remember when I got you the second mic for Christmas. We yeah. did lots of mic recording on the second mic. And I never did it again. Hey Amen. <laughs> you have like three days to get your shit sorted out on these microphones. We'll see. I'll so do my best. We got some guest stars coming on. We will see. It's going to be awfully intimate if the four of us are sitting together. I don't know if we'll be able to do a four-way on this thing. <laughs> But why don't you give out all your contact information? If you guys want to get in contact with me, and I'd like to thank all the lovely individuals who added me to Instagram and Twitter over our hiatus, month hiatus, it's ValGomez23 with a Z on Instagram and Twitter. And you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at MalenCamp. I just hit 480 followers. Whoa, is that exaggerated? That is an exact stat. Wow. Look at that. For a clean 480 right now. That's pretty bananas. I was hoping to get the five. Hopefully I'll get the 500 by the end of the season. Yes. And then hopefully by season 10, if yeah. we make it that far, we'll do I'll have 605 followers. Well, can we talk about what happened? What was crazy in season eight? Well, all of a sudden? We can, but once we got to give out all the contact information. I know, but this will help better the contact information. Go for it. So, in Season 8, the penultimate, do you remember what that means? I mean, second last. <laughs> right? right? I've been studying my right? grammar. Um, was an episode we put out called No Flex Zone, which has been going ham around the world. Yeah. So, hopefully, the individuals and the lovely listeners around the world who are downloading No Flex Zone and the following... Um, season finale episode will be some of the lovely individuals to make up your 20 person difference on Twitter. Hopefully, No Flex Zone is by far the most popular episode. Which I don't understand why. I don't know if it's because people like the name of it or if no. it's a super funny episode or. I'll take both. I'll take both. So, hopefully, if you guys like it so much, yeah. write in uh, live at 605 at gmail.com and tell us why you like it. Yes, please. Or you can facebook.com slash live 605, send us a message or wall post and tell yeah. us what you think of everything. Amazing. We still haven't figured out our cover art for season nine yet. I know. I think it's like the one thing I thought of is like now that it's summer again, 
We were pretend, like, basically, we would have left for Europe already at this time last year. And now that summer only implies I'm wearing shorts again. So your sweaty hands. And now that we share a microphone again, <laughs> we're sitting extra close. Are you sure I have sweaty hands? Ah, they're so close. The re- Clammy. Return of the clam hands. Um, but yeah. How does it feel to be back on the microphone again, though? It definitely Did feels great. I think I've been coercing John into being like, we got to do the podcast. We got to do the podcast. Especially because I think the weekend or, the, like, the Tuesday we finally put out the finale, we had, like, so many parties to go to. And, like, we took off. We went on a mini v- vacation. We, That's like, true. Just, there's been so much stuff going on. We saw a ton of movies. Watched did a, we? I don't I mean, know. Oh, maybe we didn't. Maybe we spoke about it. Maybe Jurassic World was our last one. Oh, yeah, I should write that down. Um, but then, yeah, no, we ended up, at, like, hanging out a lot with the friends. There's been a lot of jam sessions, parties, um, like, birthdays, etc. Well, I have some notes. We'll talk about some stuff, and we'll see if we can cram it all into one episode. Mm-hmm. I also have some games I want to play. Amazing. Uh, but first, I should start... As I drop my pen, it's not a new season until I drop my pen. <laughs> or right on my leg. Yeah, I know, I almost ran on your leg. Before we get started, let me ask you this question. Uh-huh. We have one fan question. We this, do? We do. Ooh. This one comes from Tim in Mississauga. We got a lot of friends in Mississauga. Go for it. So he says, where is his question? He says, would you rather be the best player on the worst team or the worst player on the best team? So let's just, best player on the worst team. You rather be the best player on the worst team? Yeah. I'd rather be the worst player on the best team. Why? Because you're winning the championship. Yeah, but you didn't have any part of it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right here could be where John and I are the difference of opinion. It's not that I didn't have anything to do with it. No, I'm not as good as the other people. No, you just said you're the worst. Yeah, you're the worst player on the best. <laughs> so you're not, you're not even as good. You're just not good. Even the worst player in the NHL... Who's the worst player? He's getting two goals a year. Who knows? That could no, be he's game. getting sent to like Europe to play. But he's still on the team. He's not. It's not saying you're the worst player on the AAA team and the mm-hmm. Stanley Cup team wins. Mm-hmm. You're still the worst player on the team. Here's my takeaway from this: is that if I am, did I just lose GarageBand on my friggin' dashboard? Uh, no, it's right there. What the hell did I lose? I don't know. Well, Go that ahead. one, the question mark. Yeah, what was that? Let's see. MPEG oh, okay, play. that makes sense. Anyway, my point of the matter is that I would rather be the best player on the worst team because then you get to inspire and mentor said worst players to actually make them hit their full potential. Because it's worked very well for Jose Batista in his five years. I don't relate to Jose Batista. This is true. Yeah. But if you're the worst player on the best team, you're gaining life experiences and you're bettering yourself so that by How? the next... Because you're learning from the best. So you're the Maybe you don't feel you need to actually uh, participate. Maybe you'll never have the opportunity to participate. True, but if you're still getting a... I dropped the pen again. <laughs> and my paper. <coughs> you all right there? <laughs> yeah. No choking on your tea, please. <laughs> Either way, I would rather get a championship ring. And I'm still contributing. It's just I'm getting out all the time, or I'm not getting goals, or I'm not catching the touchdown pass. Look at Tim. You've already started the first fight of season nine. 
<laughs> All right, so I'll be the New England Patriots, and you can be the Philadelphia Phillies. I don't know anything about this sport. What is this? Philadelphia Phillies are the shittiest baseball team this year, and the New England Patriots won the... Why are we complaining baseball and football? I don't know. <laughs> okay. Dale, who's your damn sponsor? Sponsorship of the week. Oh, Binder children. I was about to say, do you have a lot of them, or do you have a specific one? Um, I just have one sponsorship this week. I don't even remember. Do we have a sponsorship sting? Yeah? Who are you? Then let's get into it. Okay. Sponsorship of the week. <laughs> so, the sponsor this week for me... John may have gotten, like, amnesia in this hiatus. Maybe I'll purge us of all of our stings this no, season. No! Don't do that again. So, you know me. Sometimes I can get very sassy when someone annoys me. This was like ultimate sass though. This was pretty bad sass. So mm -hmm. I was at work. This was pretty recent. I think it was it this past week. Yeah. So we've been off for a month and this is really might even be the only real sponsor for me. Okay. Went to my local Tim Hortons and first of all I got a problem with this goddamn Tim Hortons as well. Okay. And I talked about it with my friend Rocco and he has the exact same problem with this Tim Hortons. This isn't the sponsor but this is like tell me what you think of this. Go. So at this Tim Hortons I used to go there and it would just be one line and you stand in line and then they take the people as you go. They now have two lines, left and right, so you have to choose a line. You either want to go left or you want to go right. And it's Much like traffic is, okay? It's such bullshit because, Why? let's just say... Um, Why are these wave files so big? Oh, it's good, trust oh, me. Okay, <laughs> keep going. So let's just say I choose the left line and then so people in the right line, let's say... The left line's super slow. Everyone on the right line keeps going and going because they're calling people from the right side. Whereas if there's one line, you, you just... Oh, okay, wait. So there's not like you start in one line and you funnel to each line? No. Well, that's it's just, just stupid. Exactly. There's two lines. So yeah. this happened to me where initially I got into the short line, yeah. but the person who was on the left side ordering had like a huge order. So the person <laughs> next to me on the right line, he orders coffee, he goes, more people come in, they're ordering, gotcha. going... So I'm like, both of our rock and I are like, this is bullshit, right? <laughs> so anyways, I refuse to go. I go there very seldomly. <laughs> but you don't, so. Well, I went this week. <laughs> and I was all nervous because I'm yeah. like, I want to make sure I choose the right line. Okay. Get my line. I order one bagel, one donut. I didn't even order an orange juice. I was already pissed off at myself. I'm like, I guess I'll just drink water today. Why are you pissed off at yourself, not at the bureaucracy that is this line? Well, the line pissed me off, but I didn't get an orange juice, which was my own fault. Gotcha. So I'm like, I'll just keep the sugars to a minimum. Even though people are like, oh, there's like aspartame in bottled water. Because I'm like, yeah. I, I didn't want to drink your Coke because people are like, it's too much sugar. Yeah. I'll get an orange juice. Oh, there's still sugar in orange juice. I'll drink bottled water. Well, there's aspartame in water. <laughs> I was like, I'll just have water today. I'll get, I'm going to be healthy. Regular tap water. So do I not order my food? And the guy's like, go to your right, another right, go to your right and you can pick up your sandwich. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh, there's already a big lineup of people you waiting. You a sandwich? Oh, no, I, sorry. I said, I meant bagel. <laughs> I was like, you, you'd never change your orders. No? <laughs> right. Why would I have, there's no need, here's my life tip. Ah! Life. life tips. Yo, this is my life tips. Take your mind on a little trip. As I make your bitch strip, this is John's life tips. 
I'm so glad that in season nine, I'll never get to speak ever. Listen, no. I tried to coerce John to come back to do the podcast, right? He's I like, oh, like, I don't know. I don't know. I've yet to tell a fucking story yet. Keep going. I'm doing you a favor. You're putting a life tip within a sponsorship that has only to do with you. Because I'm going to get everything out of my way now, so it's all you later on. Yeah, right. I'm getting my life tips done. I'm getting my sponsorship done. If we have time, I have a John Freestyle <laughs> later. Keep going. So my life tip is, when you're working or you're busy, <laughs> do not mess around with food orders. You're having a tough day as it is. You're working long hours. Get what you know works. That's why I've never, ever changed my Subway order. So I'm not changing my Tim Hortons order. Tell you what, when I, when I went to McDonald's, I didn't change that order. I go to Hero Burger. I used to go there every once in a while for lunch. I'm not changing that order. Okay. Stick with what you know. Life's hard enough. If you're going out with friends and family for like a nice dinner, change it up. But when you're by yourself and it's lunchtime at work or you got a meal to yourself and you just want to watch like baseball, get what you know what works. That's a good life tip? That's my life tip. La. 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 Tips. Yo, this is my life tips. Take your mind on a little trip. As I make your bitch strip, this is John's life tips. <laughs> it's called compliance. Keep going. So anyways, back at the Tim Hortons, I go to pick up my, my bagel, and I'm walking down, and I see this lady. I see a binder kid inside of Tim Hortons, but it's can, not your typical... Can you explain for those listeners who haven't lashed onto our previous eight seasons of, like, um, podcast gems. What are binder kids? <laughs> <laughs> so, if you're walking down the street, you'll see it'll be people in, like, vests with binders, and they're trying to get you to talk about certain rights or whatever they want yeah, to Yeah, they want it. They're basically different individuals. They're usually younger people trying to entice you to stop and, like... Um, sign up for any kind of charity or organization and whatnot, but they do weird things to try and get your attention. Yeah, like you'll walk by and they won't. Sometimes they'll be like, "Hey, how's it going? You haven't made a talk." But these binder kids specifically will be like, "Hey, what are you listening to?" Or they'll be like, <laughs> "What do you think about Kanye West?" Or they'll like try to say something like funny and they'll yeah. be like, they'll wave their, their hands at you. Yeah. And I already told you, <laughs> when I walk by them, I do many different things. I either just like make weird face, like. <laughs> so they think I'm crazy. I'll do my Robert De Niro impression, which is <laughs> yeah. shake my head at them, or I'll ignore them. Yeah, see, but now you have the misfortune. John's beats broke. Yeah. He hasn't fixed them. And John used to have this life tip was wear the size of headphone in coordination with how much you want to be. Yeah, um, how much you want to talk to someone. Exactly. The bigger the headphone, the less I want to talk to you. Exactly. So now you only have earbuds, dude. So I know. It comes off as I might want to talk to you. <laughs> Why are you flexing again? <laughs> you have your arm up in the air. Just <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes I just flex. No flex. That's how we got no yeah. flex on. See? Guy, I'm full of these. You might talk the most, but I pull out the titles. <laughs> right, Remember going. back in the day when you used to make fun of me for coming up with rap titles? Yeah. And now all you do is come up with rap titles. I didn't even know what No Flex Zone was as a rap title. I just knew it was a thing. Keep going. So I go to pick up my sa- my bagel. I Stop keep- lying. Right? Keep going. So I go to pick up my bagel. On a side note, we're 14 minutes in. We haven't said a damn thing yet. <laughs> no. We have a month worth of stories. Yeah. <laughs> So I go pick up my bagel. Fact. What? This podcast 14 minute might be akin to that of the four first episodes of True Detective Season 2. 
Hold on, that's going to be episode two of season one. Well, we got going. some. Anyone who likes pop culture or like our ref or episodes about TVs and movies, yeah. be on the lookout for next week because it's all about the Emmys, shitty TV shows, and just like great TV shows and great TV shows. So I see an indoor binder kid, which I'm not used to because they're only supposed to be outside. <laughs> and first of all, I'm already a little on edge because I'm wearing a funky shirt today. That shirt was so cute. No, I know, but it's funky. It's, it's Why are you on edge? You bought the shirt. No, I know, but I I was just like, oh, okay, it's an interesting shirt. It's got some it's cool patterns. It's teal, and it has, like, gray swatches all over it. What's a swatch to people who don't know what swatches are? <laughs> like, John, it's little squares of little, um, like, paintbrush marks. That's exactly what a swatch is. Yeah. That can be to be confused with a watch. Keep going. This is the longest sponsorship in the world. It's, there's good payoff. Is there? So there's this binder kid, and as soon as I go to wait for my bagel, she's like, hey, how's it going? And I was like, good. I have my headphones in, and I'm very curt with her. Is there anyone other in line? There's lots of people. We're all waiting you for our bagel. You got targeted. I got targeted. She's like, hey, how's it going? I'm like, good. And then she's like, that's a cool shirt you're wearing. <laughs> and I was like, already on edge about my shirt and the lineup system. I say again this exact tone, Thanks. And she's like, oh, uh, what are you up to today? Or she's, or she's like, again, she's like, how are you feeling today? I was like, good, busy. She's like, oh, busy, yeah, do you work in this area? What's going on? Maybe she's hitting on you. And then I said, no, she wasn't hitting on me. She was a binder kid, unless she's writing down my stats. So she's like, oh, do you work in this area? And I said, I just want to listen to my music. Wow. And she was like, oh, okay. And then I said nothing else, and I walked past her. What did she do? She just kind of looked, like, defeated. Did she go up to anybody else? She did. Someone else after me, and he talked to her for a few seconds. But he could... probably was like, whoa, that was some intense sassing. <laughs> you're telling me if you're waiting for a bagel or a sandwich or a donut, do you want to talk to a binder kid? No, but I'm obviously, we've proven the fact that I actually am nicer in public than you are. Because when we walked home together the other day, the binder kid came past us. And I was like, you're like, oh. And I'm like, oh, no, sorry, we're not interested. Like, here's my thing. If there was one binder kid a month, I'd be like, oh, sorry, I'm busy. I can't talk to you. Yeah. I've already been nice to them for like five months. This was six years ago. They've been binder what? kids for the last six what? years. That was like the worst explanation ever. What? Six years ago for six months, I would be very nice to them. Okay. But I've seen them every week for six years. <laughs> every day. Multiple times on my walk home. They're at different locations. I'm done with this sponsorship. You're a sassy Magoo. Anyways, that's my sponsor of the week. <laughs> sponsorship of the week. So what do you want to get into? I have some notes. Yeah, let's see what those notes say. I don't even know if these are in... I'm trying to think chronological order. Yeah. We can start with... Uh, All I need to do is look at a calendar. No, I got... First one is Parents Weekend Baseball. Ooh. Should we do, like, we only have, like, five minutes per story? I'll, like, time it? Uh, if you want to, yeah. Or, like, how long do we feel like stories take? Well, let me run down some of the stories, and you tell me how long you think we'll have. Okay, what's the first one? Parents Weekend Baseball. Uh, three minutes. Okay. Okay, and then we got Niagara. No, 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 I'm not going to do this for each one. No, I'm just, okay, three we'll minutes. Just, yeah, we'll go to the first one and see how long it takes. Okay, so Okay, ready? In three, two, one. So about a month ago, uh, the infamous Pops Mallon 
and Mom's Malin were coming down for a weekend. I think just to come down to T dot O dot. Yeah. So no, that was the start of their vacation. I'm already feeling pressure. Like, you like just two- spit on me. <laughs> They're gonna get ten <laughs> seconds of talk. Stop spitting on me. So they came down for what was gonna be a baseball weekend slash get together with my folks, your folks. Yeah. Joe Which has so- only happened like twice ever. Yeah. Two or three times. They're yeah. all friendly. They're though. all friendly, but it's like it's still always like a thing. Yeah, to well, get the in-laws all together. <laughs> like, they, they're not technically in-laws. Oh, wait. Common in-laws. Com- common in-laws. Common laws. Common laws. Yeah. Common in-laws. <laughs> yeah. So it started with, uh, Dad came down. We saw my, my parents the Friday night. I we think. went, yeah. We did something with Can't them. Remember. We're, we're running out of time. we only got two minutes yeah. left. So we had a very fun day with Mom and Pops Friday night. We did whatever it is we did. I dropped my pen for the third time. <laughs> Cut to Saturday afternoon, and we had the baseball game, you, me, and Pops Mal. Which was so good, because up until this point, the Jays, the Toronto Blue Jays, have been on, like, had been on what was almost like a Hamburglar, like, <laughs> win streak. They won, like, 11 games in a row, yeah. and they were, like, two... Two or one or two games out of first place. Which is bananas. So I ended up getting fantastic seats for the three of us. Cleaned up. And I just remembered a story about this. Go. So all in all, the game was fun. They ended up losing the game. Yeah. But there's these three or four douchebags sitting in front of us. Remember those guys? Oh, yeah. Who were like trying to pick fights with Ew, people. Oh, that was so weird. It's like trailer trash sitting in front of us. And this one guy with a tank top. I call him tank top. <laughs> like some dude. No, John is wearing a tank top right now. <laughs> Am I in public? Can anyone see me? I got through the window. Hello. <laughs> but I wouldn't wear it out in the real world. No. So it's just, I think that we were playing who? Baltimore, Baltimore. Or some some team. We were playing Baltimore, mm-hmm. and this guy was wearing a Chicago Blackhawks hat. Yeah. Walking up the stand, my own business. Oh, and, this and is t- so sad. Tank top in front of us is like fucking bandwagon jump, but bandwagon jumper. And the yeah. guy's like, what? He's like, you're wearing that only because they won the Stanley Cup. And he was just trying to piss the guy off. But the one thing you should note about the guy who was wearing the hat was he was kind of a nerd burglar. Like he looked very superficially like a nerd burglar. So like. Maybe in high school he was like the guy who probably got picked on and then he grew a ton, so he's like, I'll pick on you too. Like, I'll pick this fight. Let's take this shit outside. Yeah, they basically said, let's take this outside and let's fight. And then yeah. the guy eventually walked away and the people in front were just like joking around, like, ah, oh, what a loser. Yeah. I'm like, you guys are idiots. Like, I was about to say, like, get on the go train and go home. Yeah, like, go, go home. Yeah. So that was good. And then fast forward. We came back, got changed. Got changed and went out to the Baton Rouge. Which was also a little bit of a shit show. Mm-hmm. So we have four seconds left. <laughs> and this story is done. No. <laughs> so, clearly, we tell a long story. I know. Well, um, either way, so we got ready. We got my parents' tickets for my dad's birthday and for Mother's Day to go see Once the Musical, which John and I had seen um, for our anniversary, our six year anniversary. You got me tickets, yeah. which was amazing. So we thought that they should go and enjoy the night out, which automatically just was great because it aligned with your parents coming down. So we all went to the Baton Rouge, which was outside the Cannon Theater mm-hmm. in it, the city. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Great to see everyone. We all had a good time, but we had bad waitress staff there. We had the worst waitress probably known to man. She was like, she came in. There's only six of us. You know, it was busy, but I don't understand when you write down stuff, what are you reading back? I know. Do you know what I mean? Like. Yeah. We ordered an appetizer. We each got, like, let's just say we 
each got almost the same meal. Like two, two. If there were six people, three people, like there was only three sets of orders because yeah. everyone else paired up essentially. Right. So we got one appetizer. Your dad ordered a bottle of white wine, yeah. like uh, like a Jacobs Creek white wine. Um, my dad ordered like regular fries, not sweet potato fries. No appetizer came. A red bottle of wine came twice. Yeah. Right? And then my dad's fries just didn't come at all. Right. And so, like, every time this waitress kept coming, she'd just be like, oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm like, I don't want to hear your diatribe. I just want you to bring the right shit. Like, Mm -hmm. this is the shitty part. And then I think it was just, like, the manager kept coming to apologize. So there was, like, a a 20-minute interval where there were so many waiters and managers and stuff coming up to our table to, like, apologize for things and bring us things. Mm -hmm. But they never actually comped us anything. No, they didn't, which is kind of bullshit. That's a little bullshitty. Yeah. So, as you were telling the story, I realized how busy this weekend was. Mm -hmm. Because I was using my detective skills. We went to the Jays game. Yeah. It was a a 1 o'clock game, and we all, we got a drink to enjoy the game. And I remember us being like, oh, we had such a busy night last night. Do you remember what we did the Friday the night before? Was that Maddie and Sean's? Yes. So, okay, so needless to say, Saturday was a lot of fun. Let's just can that story. Yeah, well, then we did even more Saturday night. We ended up hanging out with your parents. Oh, wait, what did we do? That was Maddie's birthday. Oh, my God. Friday night was Puff Batty. So, Friday night was Puff Batty's birthday, and that's when we went to go see Jurassic Park. Oh, yes. We'll save that. So, we saw Jurassic World. Yeah. We'll give our review next episode. Yeah. So, let's just finish Saturday. So, Saturday night... Um, after your parents came and hung out here, we got your dad a lemon meringue pie because he loves those things, and I never know who else eats them in the world. Yeah. Um, McCall. So they ended up kicking it here till about, like, 10? Yeah. I think, and then you and I ended up walking over to Maddie's place for her birthday Jesus. party. Yeah. Which was great, because neither of us had been to her new house yet. Oh, it's very nice. We ended up playing this hilarious game of charades. Dirty adult charades. Adult charades, which was hilarious, and clearly, like... I still pulled the most naive things out, but I felt like I brought my A game. You did pretty good. Right? Um, we also played John's favorite, like, he cleans up on this game where it's like, name that tune. Yeah. And John will literally hear, like, one eighth of a sting of an opening lick and be like, I know it. So, uh, if I'm, I'm hearing Laffy Taffy by D4L, <laughs> you think I'm not going to hear it off that doon, doon, doon? Like, so, I know these, this shit. That was pretty cool. There's also a keg there, which I love. And we were saying, because we had to go out... The next day, I think we oh had to God. do something. I think so. What was um, the next day? I can't even remember, but we had to do something. And I was like, oh, I'm not going to drink a lot, right? I still yeah. ended up having, like, eight, like, glasses of beer, I guess, or whatever cups of beer. Yeah. That day, because far be it for me to turn down a keg. Right. I'm sad I missed keg stands. I haven't done one since college. I don't think I've ever done one. you never done, it, like, a keg stand before? I don't people grabbing me by my legs, flipping me over. Yeah, for you wouldn't know them better. You'd be numb the wiser. <laughs> I don't appreciate binder kids. Do you think I want people who I know grabbing yeah. my legs and dangling me over? What was if it was, like, me and Sean? I would feel weird. <laughs> and very exposed. Um. Okay, so Friday, then. Friday was Mr. Puff Batty's birthday. Well, we only found out about it because you, you thought he would be working, so we only actually found out about it on Wednesday, mm. but we ended up already having plans because me, you, Chris, Miranda. Yeah. Did Becca come with us? Yes. Yes. Right? Becca, did Alistair come with us? Yes. Yes. Right? Ferris. No, wait. No. This is another night. 
Went to another movie. Was that Jurassic World? No, that was Mad Max when Ferris came right, to Right, right, right. We went to Worst first. Right, Worst. Worst. Yes. Right? Yes. Okay, that's right. Because I was saying back, I'm like, did you come with us this time? And she's like, no, you guys went on our wedding. And I was right. like, that's why. Okay, so either way, we went to Worst first. And that was a lot of fun. We all hung out there and ate, like, a buttload of duck fat fries and different types of sausages and beer. Mm-hmm. Then we went to the movie. We'll talk about that next we'll time. We'll talk about that next time and give our fast bender rating. But then after that, we had to go to Liberty Village to go to Sean Puff Batty's birthday. Yeah. And so we went to this place called Craft, I yeah. think. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Miranda actually came back with us, too, which was awesome. And so we get there... And there were some friends we hadn't seen since, like, Tesla's birthday, mm-hmm. which was awesome just to see those guys again. But, yeah, we ended up just getting, like, a table, and we're like, okay, we're not going to drink a lot because we have to, like, get up and, like, go hang out with your parents or whatever. Yeah. And so we ended up staying up to this bar till like, 2 a.m., Yeah, right? pretty good And, time. like, I drank probably, like, three or four beers yeah, that day. Crazy. Nothing crazy. But we definitely, like... It felt like as soon as we woke up, we just started drinking again at the baseball game. I just had, like, one drink there, I think. But that was, like, one felt like five to me. That's true. Yeah. And I'll test this to see, although I don't know when this is coming out. We'll probably tell Sean tonight. Mm -hmm. But we got him a birthday gift. We didn't bring it to the restaurant. No. And we haven't even given it to him yet. But we got him some very nice specialty beer. And the new Tame Impala vinyl record. So, and if there's... They're going to be the band of the week, whether or not it's this week or next week, because it's a seven-minute song. So if we're running late, I'll do a short song. If it's running short, I'll run this Done. So that was that weekend. Yes. That was full of funness. Then what happened? Uh, Next on my list, I have... um, I have a lot of things. Uh... NHL awards, Carlson wins the Norris. If you want, Holla. shout out to King Carlson. Yeah, and like all the people favoring friggin' PK to get it, like f that shit. Yeah, I'm so glad Carlson won it. Exactly. So we also, so I'll give you the list. You tell me what you want. Niagara, Wyclef. Let's go chronological. So Niagara. Sure. Is that next? Yes. Hottest wrote hottest day of the summer. Kanye West, Pan Am Games, Pan Am problems. Wall of Winners, Wilco, Drake. Well, we could do Pan Am Problems attached to Niagara. Sure. So, How do you feel about the Pan Am games? Uh, <laughs> I think I sassed my dad about them <laughs> yesterday. Um, honestly, I still don't exactly understand the Pan Am games. Is this like the people who don't make it into the Olympics, or is this like right before you go to the Olympics? I'll break it down for you. The Olympics are the NFL. The Pan Am games are the CFL. <laughs> Which would you rather go to? <laughs> An NFL game or a CFL game? Gotcha. So either way, the Pan Am Games are happening right now in Toronto, and the city has um, prepped and like tried to big itself up and clean up our traffic system tenfold to accommodate this stuff happening around the GTA. So the one irritating thing that has happened um, is the Gardner and different highways but predominantly the Gardner and the QEW because John and I use that a lot to visit my family in Oakville has been under construction for the majority of the spring the majority of the summer and finally got it shit together a week before the Pan Am game started last was it last week last Friday yeah. was the opening ceremony so they have these things called the HOV lanes mm-hmm. which are basically like carpool lanes and so what does HOV even stand for 
I don't even know. Honor O vehicles. Honor our vehicles. Like, wow. I don't know. <laughs> right? H-O-V so, can whoever B-A-T-M-E. can write in and tell us what H O V actually stands for, that'd be great. Yeah. Because well, I always think of Jay Z when I think of it. Yeah, I I wrote a tweet. This is how good my tweet was. Go. Here, let's do this real quick. What? <laughs> tell me, is this a thinker oh, or a stinker? Right? I got two of them. <laughs> right. I got two tweets for thinker or a stinker. Okay. Tell me what you think. First one, June 30th. The only HOV I recognize is CEO of the ROC. Yeah. That's a, th- that's a, a, that, th- a thinker. That makes no sense, though. It's not a thinker. It's a good one. Yeah, I know, but you got to think about it because yeah. there's this... There's a, okay. Jay-Z calls himself Hove. Yeah. He has a song where he goes, I'm CEO of the ROC. Yeah. And he talks about being HOV. Yeah. My other one, tell me if this is, oh, I know it's a thinker because Go. you helped me craft it. True Detective Season 2 has officially surpassed Seinfeld as a true show about nothing. Since I wrote it. Yeah, right. It's like such a thinker. You know? I, it was, I, we collaborated. <laughs> So anyways, Maybe. back to the HOVs. <laughs> right. So basically, right before, we went, we took a mini trip to Niagara Falls, um, Niagara-on-the-Lake specifically, and the HOVs were open um, to anybody who was traveling towards uh, Niagara or towards Toronto. In real life, though, as soon as the June 29th rolled around and the Pan Am Games were starting, they put into effect you could only have three people in your car minimum. to be minimum to be applicable to ride in these HOV lanes, mm-hmm. which meant that most people, I think, don't carpool with three people when they're no. commuting into the city to go to work or driving home from work. So this puts a really big strain on anyone else who's trying to commute in the city. Exactly. So for us, when we were driving to, um, what you call it, uh, Niagara. Obviously, the June 29th had passed, and so we couldn't ride because it was just the two of us in the yeah. HOV lane um, for the duration of Toronto to Hamilton. And in, probably in real life, it takes about an hour and a half to get to Niagara Falls from Toronto. Yeah. It took us three hours to get to Niagara-on-the-Lake. Yeah, it was ridiculous. Which was insane. It was so much traffic. There were so many cop ca- ca- cars and everything like stopping people, pulling over people, getting tickets and stuff. And like, I think when we got back, and I think it was last week, we saw this crazy stat that somebody had been speeding, going about 200 200 kilometers kilometers an hour, and in the HOV lanes by themselves, which that is like up to like a $10,000 fine for speeding that much. And then like however many points you lose for being like in an HOV lane and speeding. So you dropped your pen again. I dropped my pen you again. You should like put that ding noise every time you've dropped your pen and add them up by the end of the podcast. Uh, I probably won't do that. Like I listened to the whole <laughs> thing and I don't. I haven't kept count of where they are. So, oh, yeah. there's definitely been at least four already. Yeah. So finally make it to Niagara. Halfway through there, we get to go to a place that you never get to go to. Harvey's. Harvey's. <sighs> it's like a ghetto Harvey's. I know. So the crazy thing is, is that like there's only hooker Harvey's in yeah. Toronto where we are. And I actually really love Harvey's burgers and we never get them. We only get them when we go to Canada to visit your family, which That's is true. like three or four times a year. Yeah. So <laughs> I went there. We finally made Niagara Falls. Well, we're just outside Niagara Falls where we yeah. stay. It's a really nice resort called the White Oaks Resort. Mm-hmm. So 
everyone go there and tell them to give us a discount or something or sponsor the <laughs> Should podcast. Should we say why we went there? If you want is, to. Is this the time? Whatever you want. No, it's... Yeah, I don't know. You're looking at me all here. No, weird. go for it. Okay, so the reason why we went to... Niagara um, was because we actually teased this at the season eight finale was that we had a really big story to share that we had been like again holding hostage for a while was that I was celebrating getting a new job yeah very exciting (laughs) which I'm really stoked about it's an awesome gig Um, but actually the reason why I got a new job was because I was actually laid off from my previous company at the beginning of February, which was really unfortunate because I obviously really loved it there and had like a lot of great memories and a lot of successes and equally have like a lot of great friends who you've equally heard on the podcast or heard us um, speak about. But either way, I was laid off, so it was a hard kind of like five months, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it was just like... It was a really great learning experience Definitely. for me. I think even for like John and I, it was never been without a scenario to go through. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a very big learning curve. Um, but yeah, I have some help tips, which will explain why we went to Niagara on the Lake. Was we wanted to do a mini getaway before I started this new amazing job. Yeah, do you want to give those? Yeah, that was ten steps to recovery. Damn, dog! I thought she would only give us five. Uh huh. Hell no, she's a boss. Very exciting. So, I think the crazy thing is, is that if you actually like working, which is something like us, we actually enjoy what we do, we're in our career paths and everything, Um, being laid off is a really big psychological, like, mindfuck a little bit, and so I think um, the most important things to remember, and, like, I always try and say this, is, like, have perspective. Clearly, there are far worse things in the world going on. Of course. Um... But I think it is. It's just, like, you definitely need to just kind of, like, arm yourself with some, like, really great things or just keeping perspective about these things that I've learned. I know I'm talking really abstractly no, right now. No, that's okay. That's fine. <laughs> um, so here are, like, the ten things to remember if you've ever been laid off from a job and you're definitely, like, either John or myself where you're really ambitious and love to work. Yeah. Do I get a sting? Sure. (laughs) Go for it. Okay, so number one thing to remember is try and keep a schedule. Mm -hmm. So I always found that um, because John would be getting up and to go to work in the morning, I felt like, okay, you know what? I need to get up and try and be up at the same time you are and keep a life as if I was still working full time. And the great thing about what John and I do is I have an opportunity to still work in a freelance capacity. So it was really great that we have a skill set that allowed me to do this. The second thing that kind of like ties into trying to keep a schedule is um, get dressed in the morning, right? Which I think is really important. I don't really own track pants and like all that kind of like uh, leisure wear, but I think it's really important um, physically to feel great. And part of that is mentally cheating yourself. Mm-hmm. If you dress for success, even when you don't feel as successful as you are, um, you definitely just kind of just feel better and feel more motivated to go do things. So I would always get um, dressed up in the morning as if I was going in to my regular job. 
I like that tip. That's a really good one. The other one was go back to the gym, right? Okay. Um, we had a gym membership that I barely used, I guess, the last year because I was too busy. Yeah. But this was one thing that I felt like I could control and feeling healthy again is obviously part of like that reinvent yourself and like yeah, a motivation. For sure. So despite being at the gym with all senior citizens <laughs> in the morning, which was a little bit of its own mind fuck, right. um, I think it's really awesome to be able to control certain things that you can when you can't control other things in your life. That's a very good one. Uh, number four is know that you're not know that you're not above eating Mr. Noodles. <laughs> So it was really hard to go from having like a large venti London Fog latte every day to right. like trying to make my own lattes at home and everything. And then I realized as I got cheaper and cheaper mentally was like, oh, I'll just buy a sub. No, I'll just make a sub. No, right. I can't even afford to make subs anymore. Right. Um, I'll just have Mr. Noodles of like sodium cup of soups essentially. And I think it's really, um, it's really important to learn where your finances are, where they're going, where you spend the most amount of money, and what you can cut back on. And even though we didn't spend a lot of money, I knew I just felt better about myself that I wasn't wasting money frivolously. Yeah, that's good to know. Even if you have a full-time job and you yeah. make a lot of money or some money, it doesn't matter. Like, always know where you're putting your money. The next one is number five would be reward yourself. And my brother Brandon was great because he always said if you put in a long day of like applying for jobs and writing cover letters is a pain in the butt, right? And I never yeah. realized it till you had to write a bunch of them. It's really it's really daunting and it's 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 fulfilling because you get to talk about your successes and stuff. Mm -hmm. But if you get a phone call back from a first interview or you actually put together a really great cover letter, reward yourself. That's when you earn the break, right? Don't of course. Uh, put yourself to the grind and acknowledge that you are doing a lot of stuff that's important. What kind of reward? Is this just like taking time to like watch a show you want or yeah. going out? So, for instance, it would be like John just said, watching a show you like is every day at 2 o'clock I would eat lunch and watch Friends on Slice. Yeah. So to me, that was a reward. Um, the other thing, number six, I would say is don't put your woes on social media, nope. which we never do. I don't like putting our, like, as much as we do a podcast, we don't like talking about our actual, like, personal lives on oh. social media. That's a good one to learn, too. It's just mm -hmm. like, yeah, don't put, you put negative energy out there, you get negative mm -mm. back. Just like, like you said, we never heard, we were doing podcasts for the whole time when this happened to you. And yeah. did we, once did it seem like anything bad was happening to us? No. no. We just... Stay positive, keep your head up, keep working hard, and something good mm -hmm. will come out of it. The next one, number seven, is don't set unrealistic goals. So the biggest mistake... So don't expect to become the next prime minister <laughs> after this? So I think the biggest mistake I made was being like, like a week after this all went down, I was like, John, I'm getting a job in a month, right? And then every month I would say the same thing until about three months into it where I was like, okay, you know what? I just need to like concentrate and do this and when it's happened and when the right thing comes around, it'll happen, which has happened. So I do feel really fortunate for that. Mm -hmm. the, uh, number eight yeah. is go back to school or volunteer. Those are, volunteering is great because it's something that's fulfilling. You get to be around people and I think it's really isolating. And I said this to you, it's like, because editing and we could, we're fortunate to have the skill set where we can work um, and like do work, yeah. even though I'm working by myself, it is really isolating to be editing by yourself all day, every day, when you 
formerly used to be around 30 plus people a day who needed you all the time. Right. So volunteering is a great way to one, get your portfolio still bigged up, but then also physically be around people and have stimulating conversations so you don't live an isolated experience. I like that. The next one attached to that is going back to school, which is great because I actually applied to school the day after I got let go again because mm-hmm. I didn't have time to finish um, my second last or course that's part of my current degree. So you kind of, it's also turning negatives into positives. You're yeah. doing things now that you didn't have time for, which are, totally. whether it's the gym, going back to school, mm-hmm. seeing friends, mm-hmm. doing stuff you've always wanted to do. So take the time to do things that you didn't get to that will make you happy. That will also further yeah. you along in life. And I think it's also like knowing, and this is what was really important, and um, even outside of this experience about finding a new job, Every other gig I've applied for, it's always like if there is a gap in your resume, what did you do to fulfill that time duration? If you're not doing anything that you can account for, Mm -hmm. that might look like a little bit kind of worrisome to any potential employer. Always try and be proactive and do what you can. Um, The last or second last one, so the penultimate one, is have an amazing support ring. And this talks about... I feel bad you didn't have that then. Oh, you know, I had the worst. <laughs> I had... Ah. <laughs> Clam hands. I had, by far, the best support ring. One in John, but I'll get to John last. Come but, on now. So it was actually really funny. The day I got let go, Chris and Miranda <laughs> were coming over for Cali sandwiches, and we actually spoke about this on the podcast. Go back and listen to the episode called Stuck in the Elevator with You. (laughs) So that day was I had to call and text Miranda and Chris and be like, you know, I don't think you guys should come over. I've had a really shitty day. I didn't say what it was. But then I was like, you know what? I think it's always better to be around your friends when something like this happens. And especially Chris and Miranda are extremely ambitious people. Um, just like being around John. So it's like, always have that support ring. Unfortunately, we got stuck in an elevator for like, like an, an hour, hour and a bit. which made that day potentially the worst day of my With life. Cali With Cali sandwiches. With Cali sandwiches and a pregnant chick. Yeah, I just couldn't get any, it's just like. Couldn't get any well, yeah, At that point, it was just almost funny because it's yeah. like, it was just like a rough day to begin with. Mm-hmm. And then. The elevator goes out. It's like, are you fucking kidding me? So I think that's really um, harmonious because then the day I got my new job, we actually were with Chris and Miranda again, and we got Cali sandwiches. So I was like, let's not take that one elevator we were in. <laughs> Although I wouldn't mind being stuck this time. No, we so did not get stuck in. We didn't get stuck in the elevator this time. But I do think it's really important to one surround yourself with really positive, ambitious people because I think it's a slippery slope into like a mental depression, and because. I'm a confident person. I know myself. It's almost just having that reassurance from your friends that you know that something great is going to happen. It also just helps you um, like prioritize and stay motivated. But I think it's really telling if you have somebody like a John who is here 24 hours a day at like any time I called John with my crazy (laughs) He was always there, and it, like, makes me sad because it's just, like, because it's so sweet. It's just, like, I I genuinely think to those individuals who do not have a significant other or a close friend, you really are missing out on, like, that motivation, and it is sad because when I'm at my worst, John literally is 100% at his best and makes up for the compensation of me feeling at my worst, so he always pulls double duty, and you were there 
unequivocally anytime I needed you. You would call, right? Very text sweet me. of you. No, but it's true. And I think it's like without somebody like you even reading my cover letters, doing like even like faux interviews and stuff like that, it's just and even like you would know when I'd be upset and you would just take me in the bedroom. Yeah, I would. <laughs> but no, what just would like, I do with you in that bedroom? Nothing. You just like talk to me and just like you know, just again, it's all about, and I think number 10 is attached to number nine about your support ring, really is just putting things into perspective. It's like, I know me, John knows me, all of our friends know me, and it's just like, I think it is about, one, maintaining your integrity, knowing what's important to you, right, knowing when to cut your losses, but then also just like, having somebody to be honest with you 24-7, and that's what I had with John, who would tell me, like, you know, this is the kind of job you need to apply for. No, you don't need to keep giving up on your dreams. And I think having that reassurance in somebody who cares about you and, like, John's family, too, and my family is just, like, that kind of help is, like, priceless, (laughs) right? And it's just, like, you don't get through something like this without having that support ring. So if you can find somebody, if you guys are going through this, that is my... My 10 steps to recovery. <laughs> that was 10 steps to recovery. Damn, dog. I thought she would only give us five. Uh-huh. Hell no. She's a boss. <laughs> so, yes. Is that a good list? Yeah, that was a very good list. I think that we're <laughs> all very proud of you. And, yeah. and I was like, it is good to have someone there for you because mm-hmm. since you're the one going through the tough time, it's like my job or someone else's job to be like, Obviously, you're upset and it's tough, so mm-hmm. it's like, oh, you might not be necessarily thinking clearly or mm-hmm. or the, might not be thinking, like, about your best interests. Like, well, I'm the one I can think clearly and be like, here's what we can do. Here's how you, you yeah. can stop, get out of this funk. Yeah. You know, life goes on. This yeah. is what we can do. This is what you are doing. It's yeah. just good to have someone to, like, like, your, your mind and brain is going to be the toughest on yourself over yeah. anyone else. So I'm like, I already know you're being tough on yourself. So here, let me try and, like, mm-hmm. be the rational one and be like, Here's what's going to happen. Here's what's happening. Mm-hmm. Here's what we can worry about. Here's what you don't have to worry about. <laughs> Stuff like that. Because yeah. it's like, if you'd worry about a certain thing, and then I'm like, oh, no, you don't have to worry about that. It's not realistic. That's mm-hmm. just your mind playing tricks on you. So it's like, here's what we can worry, and here's how we fix it. So it's exactly. just good to like be like, the common sense is like a bad term. Because I don't want no, you to sound is. like you don't it's have a, common sense. No, you do, it's but like, it's like, I'm just thinking clearly, because it's like, this hasn't happened to me, and I know it's... Clap. I'm, my, yeah, my judgment may be cloudy. Yeah, and I don't mean that in like a bad way. No, it's just like, nor so. would I ever take it. Yeah. I think it is really like the experience is really isolating and stuff. So I think the more, and I try really hard, and like the perspective thing is really important. Like I always, even outside of this, I try really hard not to make myself be a victim in something because there's way worse issues happening around in the world. Um, and so like one of the things that was happening was the devastation in Nepal. So it's like, if I get to work on a campaign with Shelterbox Canada to help actually build an infrastructure in Nepal, I'm not going to be whiny about, like, my stuff to the degree that I know I could. Yeah, I I think even the same week, down the street from us, uh, there's a random stabbing attack. Yeah. And we live in a really nice area. It's not a sketchy area. And I just, I think it was the week of or the week after. Right. I think it was that weekend, three people randomly got stabbed. I'm like, see, it's an area we frequently go to. It's like, you just... You, you just got, don't know. You got your health, your happiness, yeah. uh, jobs. Yeah, we've got that all figured out. So so I think the way we wanted to celebrate, we were going to try and take off to go to Bahamas. <laughs> well, I think this is also like the most sincere we've been over 90 plus episodes. I think so too. Guys, yeah, we're every- all grown up. 
I feel like we should do something like super fun. Before yeah, let's do like, let's do something ridiculous. John's gonna freestyle. Yo, yeah. To the girls with big butts. It's time to listen up. This, this is, is John Raps. 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 It's your boy, mother. Clearly, that's what you had in mind. Well, I was gonna say we could do hit the post, but I'll do a freestyle. Do your freestyle. So hold on, you have to give me a topic. Okay. So think of a topic, and I'm gonna. I got it. Yeah. Okay. Hold on. Let me get this set up. Okay, do you have a topic? Yeah. What's the topic? The Emmys. The Emmys. Okay, now I'm going to go and start hitting random songs. You tell me when to stop and that will be my instrumental. Okay. So, hold on. Oops. Go for it. Tell me when to stop. Stop. Ooh, okay. You got, we got Common and it's his instrumental... The Corners, I believe. Ooh, so I'm gonna, I don't know what that sounds like. It's a good one, so I'll rap about the Emmys. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll see how long I go. Do you have the uh, timer? I will in a second. All right, so I'm going to try and rap. I haven't done a freestyle in a while. Okay. Okay. When you're all ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay, in three, two, one. Okay, hold on, let me... Gotta wait for the beat to come down for a minute. Oh, okay. Okay. It's a good song. Old school song. I'm gonna do that. No, wait. Okay, here we go. It's that time of the year when you wait for your peers to tell you what to sing about. What am I saying? It's the Emmys, y'all. We love this time. I'm a big fan of stuff like true crime stories because, you know, I like to watch shows that are funny, dramatic, all that crap, and I don't know what else to sing about, but you know what? Let me list some of the shows I'm all about. True Detective, first season, y'all. Not about that second season at all. It's the shit. <laughs> like, that stuff I like. Oh, this is bad. This is awful. I was kidding! Hold on. I, I wasn't... I don't even think I was rhyming, though. That was my problem. No, you were. How long did I get uh, Okay, so it was, like, 49 seconds. Yeah. But I'm going to deduct... 10 seconds because the 10 seconds was the intro you said nothing yeah. you gotta you gotta hit start when i start rapping oh okay okay so do we have let's do another one or two quick that one that was the first time i ever pulled my own plug i think okay i didn't rhyme anything i was just talking i had like two decent rhymes okay okay do you have another topic uh let's do pan am pan am okay and tell me when to stop hold on uh tell me when to stop stop Ooh, we got little wayne's a millie Okay. Okay, we all know this song. Okay. Hold on. Pan Am Games? Okay, this is gonna be a tough one. You dig? Let's. Okay, Pan Am Games, here we go. Let it come down one more time. A millionaire, I'm not a millionaire, but I'll go to the games for free, cause I don't care what you see, it's baseball, softball, basketball, canoeing, bitch, you know what I'm doing, I'm going to the Pan Am Games, not looking for fame, just want some gold medals, cause I don't care what you say, I, I, I lost it, I lost that one, I like one you I know. That song was a bad beat. Let's do one more and then we'll end it. Do you have one more topic? Mm. Pulled the plot. I haven't freestyled in a while. That's why it's been so bad. Let's do Heat Stroke. Okay. And you notice I haven't mentioned my dick once? Don't make it happen. Nope. Season 9, keep it clean. Tell me when to stop. Stop. 
Uh, hold on, that's a bad one. That's two poxy. That's a, that's a, hold on. Tell me when to stop. Okay, three six mafia stay fly. Okay, make sure it's not too loud because I felt like I couldn't even. Well, <laughs> I just this beats bad. Let me last one. <laughs> Time to stop. Stop. Can't cheat. That's Nicki Minaj. That one doesn't work. What? <laughs> last you one. Freestyle. If you were an eight mile, you get shot. All right, this one right here. You you were lucky. Okay, tell me when to stop. Stop. Hey yeah, I can't do hey yeah. Uh. That's not a real beat. Stop. All right, feel it by sh by three six mafia. Okay. Okay, ready? Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna try and do this. Let's see. Okay, heat stroke. Here we go, y'all. Heat stroke. Heat stroke. Heat stroke. Heat stroke. Heat stroke. Heat stroke. That's my chorus. Heat stroke. Heat stroke. Heat stroke. Heat stroke. Heat stroke. I got heat stroke. My folks don't want to mess with me because I ain't feeling too good. I got the sweat coming down all over my body. Makes you feel like I gotta go potty because I'm sweating from my asshole. You know it's not that good. You drink some water and you don't want to bother me because I gotta go lie down in my bed because I need some head rest. Y'all, this ain't too good. I'm outside. Y'all, let's go back in the club. Rub-a-dub-dub, jump in the tub cause I'm feeling too hot to death, y'all. I gotta feel up my breath because my breath's getting shorter by the minute. And you know, if you ain't gonna do it, you ain't gonna win it. So back to the thing I was talking about from the start. It's all about loose clothing because you know you're gonna go boating over water in the seas. Come on, dance with me in the club. Every day I like to be all about 3-6 Mafia is the guy I'm rapping about. How about that stuff? I keep on going without losing breath. I know it's supposed to be about heat stroke. You know it's not about that. It's about my big fat, what do you think I'm going to say? Uh, that's it. That was pretty decent. That was pretty for, good. For, for a white guy in a tank top. Yeah, I love that you brought up boating. <laughs> That was a minute and 28 seconds. Really? Yeah. That's pretty good. That was very good. That is my freestyle rap for the uh, start of the season. I just finished strong, you know? Mm-hmm. Yo. Yeah. To the girls with big butts. It's time to listen up. This, this is, is John, John Raps. 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 It's your boy, mother. So we went to Niagara Falls. <laughs> so basically, we wanted to go away to celebrate and like just have like a good proper detox, like out of outside of our apartment. Um, and we were initially gonna go to Bahamas, but that just trip didn't work out. Just didn't work out. The trip sold out on sell off vacation. So we were like, okay, let's actually just go to Niagara on the lake because John and I love like golfing. There's a bunch of breweries, and one of the hotels that I had previously been looking at with um, a couple of our friends, Ferris and Lorky, had like an awesome pool and it was like a spa and stuff. So I'm like, okay, this will be great. It's right over the Canada Day weekend. Mm -hmm. So we can kind of see fireworks and stuff at the falls. So this is where we were stuck in three hours of traffic. We get to the hotel. Again, for some ungodly reason, our pillows suck there though. <laughs> really nice room, big bed. Amazing bathroom. Very nice bathroom, but the pillows suck. Pillows sucked. Hot. Which was, okay, the other claim to fame is John bought the PS3, so we basically had our life in the apartment brought to the hotel, which yeah. is kind of badass. Exactly. We'll talk about next 
week, but we were watching Silicon Valley, which yeah. I'm very much into these days, yes. and even more Entourage. Yes. So, yeah, it was great. First day we went golfing, we used the pool, we went to a very nice fancy restaurant mm-hmm. there. Can we say how much it costs to go golfing there? Of to course. go to the driving range, which was bananas. Go for it. How much? So we got the world's largest bucket of balls. I think yeah. it was like 115 or 50. 50. 50 balls. And it was like 13 bucks or something. I think it was even cheaper. I think it was like 10 bucks. Which no is tax. insane. Yeah, because that would cost us here in downtown Toronto like 30 bucks, 40 bucks. Oh, something. try way more. Yeah. Like way more. They don't even have 150 balls. No. And so it was beautiful where we were gardening or gardening, where <laughs> we were golfing. Um, back like a vineyard. Yeah, he almost knocked some guy in the head though. I know, I felt so bad. It's some I crazy was... ricochet, ricochet shots. But like, I was pretty good. No, you were really good, and especially by the second time we went, you were hitting it straight far and high. Yeah, which was like, and we did a competition right at the end. The crazy thing is, is that right beside or attached to the driving range in the golf area was a batting cage, which we never actually got to do. No, my hands were ripped to shit from all the golf. Yeah. We hadn't golfed in so long. We hadn't golfed in so long. But then we would go back to um, the hotel, and then we'd go swimming mm-hmm. for like an hour and a bit, which was amazing, and then go sit in the hot tub. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. I know. This is where John and I could be people of lo- like leisure. Oh, yeah. Where I'm like, retirement oh, Retirement life. We could totally do the retirement life. And then... We went upstairs. Instead of watching Jeopardy, we would watch Silicon Valley. Yeah. Which was amazing. And then we went for this really awesome dinner. Yeah, a really nice fancy restaurant. I actually never had a better waitress than that chick. I thought she was good. She was very good. I thought she was one of the better waitresses. She was funny and talked to you, but just talked to you enough. Mm -hmm. Unlike some of the binder kids who talked to (laughs) you too much. She got her orders right. She was just polite. She knew when to come in and Mm -hmm. hang out and stuff. Very accommodating. So that was a lot of fun. And then the next day, was that tennis? Tennis, yes. So John and I haven't played tennis. Like, we're we're fairly athletic people, right? Yeah, I'd say so. I'd say so. We haven't played tennis in about 15 years. Yeah, not since I was in high school. Same. And I think when I was in high school, I played it like once with Lil. Yeah. Maybe. I played a few times, but I was never the grace. I liked it a lot. So we ended up renting like all this gear from the hotel. And yeah. there, there was like six tennis courts, right? Yeah. And they were like meshed in, but there were like two older chaps beside us. Yeah. And then two chicks as if they were fucking about to star... Like on some like yeah, fucking... it's just if it's Serena and Venus Williams I know. playing against each other. So okay, first of all, John and I don't have correct outfits and attire. Oh, we had shorts. We and had a shorts. I wasn't wearing like fucking tennis skirts and all that shit. No, right? No, you're good. I was good, but okay. So we were playing. This was like an extreme workout. Oh okay. yeah, I was sweating my. Balls I was sweating off. fucking insane. Okay, I hit the ball probably over the mesh into the other people's tennis courts like. Four times? Yeah, only four times. And P.S., they hit over to ours a couple, t- at least yeah, once. At but least they looked, once. like, super pissed that I kept doing it. Yeah, but here's the problem. Afterwards, they went to go play with the two doubles. girls. Doubles. And they could have easily gone to their side of the court. I know. Never would have, the ball never would have gone to theirs. Instead, they decided to stay in their court, bring yeah. them chicks over. And we hit the ball to their side once. Yeah, and they hit it to ours once, too. But yeah. I think what was more annoying is that these stupid Venus and Serena Williams... Um, posers, they were, like, basically, like, starting out, like, as if we were starting out, and every time this one chick would, like, I don't know, serve, or, like, somebody else would serve, she would be like, (laughs) (laughs) and so, like, Jada just, like, burst out laughing. Yeah, I think we even did one or two. Like, mocking. 
right? And so I was just like, this is so funny. And so yeah. I really wish we had a tennis court at the Y. Me too. I would play tennis. I would play tennis play with tennis you. A lot. But now I realize that you should play tennis with Richard. I feel like that would be the funniest thing. Really? Is yeah. he good? Yeah. Really? I, don't I, know. I can see he probably is. Maybe. Mm-hmm. So we played tennis, and then, like, oh, my God, only John and I would play a sport for an hour that's way more intense than badminton and not bring any water. Oh, yeah, we didn't have any water. We didn't water have anything. anything. So we were like, go back. Then we went back and jumped in the pool again. Yeah. Then we went and got ready to go to actual Niagara Falls, so like Clifton Hills, where yeah. it was Canada where we could actually go and, like, watch the fireworks display over the falls with 900,000 of your favorite tourists around the city. Uh, yeah, it seemed like all white trash families around there too. Like, <laughs> like, dogs and all these people were just smoking. And it like was weird... crazy. Yeah, it was like also so many like like really habitually fat people. Yeah, like grease spoony people. Gre- very grease spoony. Uh, so we had like a decent dip. We went to like Montana Jacks yeah. or some shit. Just because like it was the only place we could get into. Yeah, and then we went to the falls, and I think we. What did you think? I felt so bad for you. I was just tired from a long day of tennis, and then it's like, I knew the, the fireworks were starting at like 10, and it was like yeah. 9.02. I'm like, yeah. oh. I also felt really bad, because it's like, it still stays light out for like a fairly long time in the city, so like at about 9 o'clock, it'll start getting dark, but like, we're like, oh, we're beside the water, let's bring a jacket, let's bring a sweater. My dear boyfriend, supportive ring that he is, decides to bring his little sweater, but leave it in the car. So you were freezing. I don't wasn't freezing. I wasn't even tell freezing. Me you were freezing. I wasn't warm. You I, were basically in the falls. I was less than lukewarm. <laughs> so I was like, "Why don't you wear my jacket?" I'm not gonna wear a girl's jacket. I'm it's not a, a girl. It could be cool. I do like your jacket. I do actually want it. I know you do, right? But okay. So either way, we ended up waiting for the fireworks, and all I said was I wanted to see the firework that it's like champagne color mm-hmm. and it explodes and then it shimmers down like it doesn't dissolve out. Yeah. Um, and we saw it. I think the fireworks lasted like 10, 15 minutes maybe. I, I like them. I like fireworks, but they're always just not as good as you always think they're going to yeah. be. Like, How much did you say you think they cost? I remember thinking this oh, was like ridiculous. I think I said like $20,000. Yeah. And that might even be low of what I Niagara said. Niagara Falls. But yeah, they're just... They're, they're impressive, but at the same time, you always just think they're going to be bigger and louder and crazier. And there were some good loud ones, but it just yeah. wasn't wasn't all that a bag of chips like I thought it was going to be. No, I think it's also like when you're younger and we were saying like, we wonder if like Benjamin has ever seen fireworks before. Um, I always wish like for Canada Day, they would actually come up with like a design to make like a Canadian flag yeah. or something like that. Like something less abstract and like kaleidoscopy and more like... Um, targeted, I guess. Right. And so that was a little bit of a send-off. But, okay, I can't find the price of fireworks. But um, it costs 10000 a night for fireworks alone in Niagara Falls. And that's just on a regular day. Yeah, so I can only imagine how much it costs for Canada Day. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. So overall, I had a lot of fun in Niagara Falls, though. Mm-hmm. It was a good, relaxing time. I like just doing, like, all of our, like, Sporty mm-hmm. activities. We went back, played more golf yeah. today before we left. We went to a brewery and had oysters and like some really awesome like flights of beer, which was really great. Yeah. And then it was in a chapel. Yeah, it was an old church or something, mm-hmm. something like that. And then we came back here. Yeah. And hung out. Yeah, and then that that was like the weekend, pretty much. I think so. Is that when we went to Sean's house for dinner? 
with Ferris? Maybe. When we got back? Maybe? Yeah, sure. Maybe. Okay, but yes. So we came back, and then, yeah, that Monday, I think, or the following Monday, I started my new gig. Yeah, so why don't we... We're on over an hour. We still have a lot of things. I don't know if you want to save some stuff. For the what do we got on the list? We got U2, Wyclef Weekend, uh, Kanye West, yeah. Pan Am. Game. Let's go through them just so that way the next week is all like topical and then we can like yeah, start just, fresh. So we saw the U2 concert. U2 was unbelievable. So John, again, amazing as he is, for my birthday slash Christmas, one of the other, he got us U2 tickets and you'd never seen U2 before. Nope. Um, I'd seen you two a bunch of times, but hadn't seen them since about my final year of high school. So always see for the All That You Can't tour. And Brandon actually was going to this show as well. Yeah. And so I was so excited. I didn't really listen to a lot of new U2, like their latest album. No. Um, but what did you think? What do you give it out of 10? Uh, I give it a solid... 8.8 out of 10, I think. Okay. It was really good. They played a lot of the new album, obviously. Mm-hmm. It made me like the new album more. Mm-hmm. But there was still... I wish there was a few older songs they played, like Sweet... Sweetest Thing? Sweetest Thing. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe a few other songs. But overall, it was really yeah. good. I thought Bono was great. The Edge yeah. was good. Even the guy who looked like um, Clay from Sons of Anarchy oh, was pretty Adam? Good. Yeah. His last name is Adam Clayton. Adam Clayton. Yeah, yeah. no, I thought it was a lot of fun. I think... Jesus. Seven. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> drop my pen again. So, yeah, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it, and Bonnell's yeah. got a good set of pipes, and it was just, like, mm-hmm. cool to see him walk out. Yeah, I thought it was, like, really amazing. So it was actually, um, whatchamacallit, they, there was no opening act. They played for, like, the whole three hours this, yeah. for the most part, and their catalog is so huge, like, spanning from, like, war to, like, all the way to, like, Sounds of Silence, I think their new album is called, maybe. Um, songs of Innocence. Songs of Innocence. I think a song of Sound of Silence is a... Uh, Simon and Garfunkel. Simon and Garfunkel. <laughs> they didn't do my favorite song, which is Stay Far Away So Close, but everything that they played I thought was pretty cool. There was like Pride was amazing. Yeah. They didn't do one, which I'm okay with. They did Where the Streets Have No Names. Yeah. They did like a lot of new songs like Iris you liked. Um, I think there was like some cool parts of the show was the interactive video board. Yeah. Which was great. They had this huge, for those of you guys who are seeing you too, this isn't really giving anything away, or if you have gone to the show, um, they have this, like, huge um, runway, mm-hmm. which above it has this, like, giant rectangle video board that's interactive, and it's, like, kind of like how a green screen would be, but Bono had, like, different visuals of his, like, childhood home growing up, and then he would physically go and, like, walk down his street and stuff like that and, like, actually like, walk through his old house in the visuals and stuff, so that was really cool. And then they had, at the end of the catwalk, kind of like, I know Foo Fighters had this at one point, there was, like, a small, like, circle podium Mm -hmm. stage, which was closest to us, and they would either do, like, an acoustic set, or it was great, this was the time where they brought people on stage again, and I was like, John! I know, you wish you got to jump I know. So they actually brought on the first person, Adam Clayton recognized from a show 10 years ago it was this chick dressed up as a belly dancer right and she came on and danced to mysterious ways because that's what the video is and the second one was there are these four dudes wearing acrobat t-shirts and acrobat is a song featured off acting baby mm-hmm. and this dude was wearing a silver bedazzled top hat and they pulled them out of the audience and they had been i guess they've been friends you read a rolling stone article it was mm-hmm. like they'd been friends for like 10 or 15 years yeah 
the lead singer looked like and was dressed like Bono circa that era. And they came up on stage and they all performed Desire. Like they yeah. literally took over U2's instruments and ended up like jamming out to Desire. And they got like a really good like like standing ovation. Like nobody sat down during this concert, no, no. which I love. Finally, yeah. Finally. Nice. Um, so it was really good. Yeah, no, I think that's a good representation. I, yeah, I gave it like nine point eight out of ten again. Wow. Totally like Was it your best U two concert? Um, yes and no. I think mm. the one thing that's really sad is that when I saw like obviously when I saw U two in high school, that was like what, like fifteen years ago? Yeah. Kind of thing. So like Bono and the Edge and everybody were that much younger. And so Bono would, like, run around. Like, he ran around a lot this time, but yeah. it, it was, like, the energy was, like, a little bit different and, like, less nostalgic, less preachy. Like, right. I just think so much has happened in, like, the last 15 years. Like, so. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. But I loved it. So thank you so much. That was, like, hands down my favorite gift besides, like, the instruments you've given wow, me. Wow, I like that. Yeah. That worked out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you want to talk about Wyclef weekend? Yeah. Like past weekend? Jeez Louise. And then we'll end it with maybe Wyclef? Yeah. Yeah. So, this past weekend, again, was crazy. Like, John and I are basically out of commission now until mid-September on weekends. Um, Our dear cousins and family from Boston in New York. So, my Uncle Arnold and Auntie Common and their family. So, Cousin Kenny, Mark, and Andy, who you may know from past previous... Um, podcast shout outs from Boston Um, so they all came down with their families um, for a wedding of one of um, their uncles so one of Uncle Arnold's brothers okay right so we were all going to go and hang out at Carl's house in Oakville for a barbecue like a midday hang so there was about I don't even know how many of us went over there there was a lot of us there was a lot of us and the last time we had all seen each other was probably like four years ago in Cape Cod for um, like a triple birthday reunion thing. Right. And so it was really awesome because at that point, like Benjamin hadn't existed, Savannah <laughs> hasn't existed, Max yeah. didn't exist, like Kelton, Kenny's young, or at that point, youngest kid was just like a full on baby. Right, right. We hadn't met GA yet. Like yeah. it was crazy. So we get to Carl's house. And we took the train because of the stupid HOV lanes. Yeah. Um, hung out there, played with everybody. It was super hot that really day. Really hot day, yeah. Insane. And then we were saying to Andy and Gia that we're like, oh, because of the Pan Am games going on, Wyclef is actually yeah. performing at Nathan Phillips Square in Toronto if you guys want to come back with us to check out the show. Yeah. So they said yes. And we ended up go train it back to our place we all hung out at club 605 i think even andy's like whoa because he's listening to podcasts he's like this is where you guys were yeah. i'm like i guess i'm like there's not much to it it's just yeah it is a cool room like we all have yeah. our music posters our macs our our instruments but and i think shit. it's so funny though when people are like it's so surreal to be in the room after like and andy was like actually talking about when him and kenny would listen to episodes yeah. like so shout out to those guys shout yeah. out to those guys who are amazing um, and we definitely, we were saying Andy should start his own podcast, oh, but yeah. the next time they come down, we should get those guys on the podcast. Sure. 
uh, if you get the mics working. I'll do it for those guys. <laughs> so, um, but it was crazy. So then we also had Lori's birthday that night too. Yeah. But we went to Nathan Phillips Square. And so I've seen Wyclef three times before. Mm-hmm. And without a doubt, Wyclef in Montreal was the best show I've ever been to. How ever. long ago was that? Well, like eight years ago. Before, before even you were and I, like yeah. you were seeing before Benjamin existed. This is before <laughs> you existed. Wow. So Dan and I went to see Wyclef in Montreal. It was like a Wednesday night. We worked, flew to Montreal, mm-hmm. went to the show, flew back Thursday morning, went right to work. That's how we used to do it. Jeez Louise. And he was just like, he played two shows in Montreal, so on the second night, and he's like, I saw, I was here last night, I played for three hours, so I gotta play for four hours tonight. <laughs> so like, we're like, I'm so stoked to see him. Like, like yeah. we'll talk about the show, but I would definitely go see him again if he came. Of course, so... See him at Nathan Phillips Square, and he, again, he was really, really good. The problem was... He obviously had to censor himself a little bit. Like, he was, there's no swearing allowed. It's, it's like a family event. Yeah. And he only, like, this guy thrives on longevity when it comes to stage time. Like, he loves doing long performances. He only got, I think, maybe an hour. Yeah, but, I think this is where the Pan Am organizer is, like, damn well fucked up. And he didn't headline. He, stupid Serena Ryder followed him, which was, like... The th- worst thing to follow. I'm like, you can't follow Wyclef unless you're, like... A U two or a Kanye West yeah. or something like that. Like Wyclef is a, a headliner. He's a headliner. He's got hits for days. He has so much energy. I'm like, I felt so bad for the chick afterwards, Serena Ryder. Because everyone took off. It was so like, okay, I think he closed with the song for Haiti. Did he? Haiti. <laughs> he fit, he closed with a song for Haiti. Yeah. What is it called? The oh, celebration. Oh, song. that that's more of a that's a Carabana song. Oh, okay. It's, car- it's a carnival song. Yeah, but didn't he call it like a song for Haiti? That's uh, a Caravana song. Okay, well, either. Oh, yeah. I thought that came out when he was running for president. If I was president. <laughs> yeah. There's a song called If I Was President. I know. But either way, they ended on that, and it was crazy. He, like, I've never seen him before. He played guitar with his mouth. Yeah, and right? his tongue at one and point. And his tongue. Then he, like, like kind of like Justin Hawkins for The Darkness, yeah. he crowd surfed and rode some dude through the extent <laughs> of the actual Nathan Phillips Square, yeah. playing guitar and singing, <coughs> yeah, he- and then he stole somebody's hat. Someone gave him his hat, I think. Oh, yeah. And he's like, I don't know what hat this is. Yeah. He played Fuji's Clef. He played Shakira. Shakira. He did Jackson 5 song. Yeah. It's just so it, much fun. It if was you ever so come. much fun. But the Toronto crowd kind of sucked. Oh, my God. Well, I guess it was like, one, this is where Pan Am organizers suck. They should have let Wyclef go on at, like, 10. Yeah. And have, like, the party crowd, not, like, the geriatrics, like, non-moving crowd come out and play. So... We saw him. I thought the show was great. I give it, like, probably, like, a 7 out of 10 just because John just looked shocked. Yeah. I only give it a 7 out of 10 because the audience was so weak. And I felt like yeah. at, when he ended it was when we finally started getting into it a lot more. Yeah. I give him just a 9 out of 10. Yeah. I just... It was unbelievable. I always just loved seeing him. I wish it was longer. I wish... Yeah, I just love watching him. I'll see him every time mm-hmm. he comes. He never comes to Toronto because the crowd sucks. Yeah. So from there, we went to Lori's birthday at the Mill Street Beer Hall and Distillery District yeah. and hung out there till about midnight, which was awesome. So happy birthday shout out to Lork. <laughs> um, before we had to drop Andy and Gia back to the train station and go back to Oakville. Yeah. Um, so that was insane. 
Yeah, I, I think that's probably a good place to end this bad I boy. I think so. I don't even know if we told all of your stories. What other stories? What's on your list? Check mark. Uh, uh, Let's well, see what we have. Save them for later. Like, there's there's Wilco, there's Ugh. Wall of Winners, there's yeah. Drake, Drake Video. What Drake Video? It's his new video for a song, Ooh. Energy, where he plays Rob Ford and, like, Oprah and everything. I didn't know that. I'll show Drake has a new video for Energy, just premiered. It's really funny. He plays all these characters. He plays Kanye West. He plays Rob <laughs> Ford, Oprah. Yeah. It's ridiculous. I'll show it to you in a minute. This is why Drake will come out for Kanye closing the Pan Am Games. Here, let me ask you this. Are you upset that Kanye's playing the Pan Am Games? Not in the least. Me neither. Gotcha. He's a national headliner, one yeah. of the biggest acts. He, he rivals Wyclef, yeah. one of the best shows I've ever seen. Toronto, stop whining. He'll more than likely bring out Drake. Yes. Uh, look, there we hit two points on my notes. Yeah. Wilco, Wilco put out a fr- album, brand new album for free. Called Go, Star Wars. It's called Star Wars. It's not their greatest, but it's free. And I'll love it. Uh, hey, give me free, I'll download it. Mm-hmm. So shout out to Wilco for doing that. It's still some good songs on yeah, there. Yeah, some of it sounds like Yankee Foxtrot era. Uh, we have on our fridge now, it's called The Wall of Winners, where we put pictures <laughs> of people we considered winners. So like Josh Donaldson. So right now it's just you and Josh Donaldson. <laughs> because you don't have a picture of you with your hand doing sixes. I know, so we gotta do that. Mm-hmm. And um, that is pretty much, that's it. Guys, look at that. We covered a month's worth of fun things which doesn't even cover other things like dinners, lunches, like hanging out in the city with friends. We've covered it all for you in this one episode. And I'll give you the option. I have three potential bands of the week. You pick which one. Uh, go. Do you want either Tame Impala, mm-hmm. The Libertines, mm-hmm. or Fort Minor? Ooh. Let's do Tame Impala because you actually spoke and said they would most likely be the sponsor, or the song of the week. So Tame Impala is a band, I think. Uh, the main guy's name's Kevin Parker. I went to high school with the Kevin Parker. Is it the same dude? No, two ah. different dudes. Uh, Tame Impala is gonna break out. You know them from like car commercials, but this album's got really—they <laughs> got really good reviews. It's called Currents. Yeah. And I love this one song. It's called Let It Happen. Yeah. It's seven minutes long. The first four minutes are good, but the last three minutes are like the best three minutes you'll ever hear in your yeah. life. So why don't we get into it? It's Let It Happen by Tame Impala. Ooh. All the ways to get in contact with us. You can holla at your boy. I'm Malin Camp on your Twitters, your Instagrams. I'm at ValGomez23 on Insta and Twitter. Uh, Facebook.com slash 5605 mm-hmm. for fun pictures and updates and all that kind of craziness. Yeah, and thank you again for everyone who's been downloading over a month hiatus. We are stoked to be back for Season 9 with even more crazy stories and adventures and guest stars. Yeah, I'm excited to see what we do for episode 100. Keep it 100. Yeah. So, also email us live605 at gmail.com and what do you do on iTunes? Please, please, please leave us a comment and or any kind of commentary about the podcast because everything you do pushes us back into the news and noteworthy. Exactly. So, I think that's all I got for this week. You know it. So, until next week, I'm your podcaster, John. I am Val. Be easy. Peace. Uh-huh. <laughs>
John Mallon. And Val Gomez.